Welcome to the place where midlife flyness resides. We aren't new to this. We're true to this. So I have a few things that I'd like for you to do. One of them's a question. The other one is a favor. So I'll start with the favor. Please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast so everyone can know just how fly we are, boo. And I would also like for you to send me your questions or birthdays if you got them coming up at k-e-n-d-r-a at w-o-f-l-y-a-u-n-t-y dot com. Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey girl, you got your headphones on. I know you do. I know you do. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast and I am Kendra. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sat on down, sat on down. Come on, put your purse. Well, don't put it on the floor. You know we don't do that. <laughs> Y'all remember grandma used to say, don't put your don't put your purse on the floor. You ain't never gonna have no money. <laughs> I don't know if that actually worked. <laughs> it going how's it going i hope your week has been moving along well i hope that wherever you're listening and whatever time you're listening to this you are finding yourself in a fabulous space at least if you're not in a fabulous space an unfuckwittable space over in your corner minding your business listening to your pod tip tapping on your computer honey yes yes indeed i don't know what grandma meant by that y'all tell me was that an old lady thing well, since I am gladly, happily, happily getting older, I guess I will find out soon come. Say, <laughs> As the old folks would say, you just keep on living. You just keep on living. So what did I get into this past week? Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't know. Nothing. Uh, life. Yeah. Um, lots of, I think everyone's super excited about spring. Looking forward to it. Uh, and by the time you hear this uh, podcast episode, I will be on my official 50 day countdown to my 50th birthday. Do you sound, do I sound like I'm really fucking excited? I am. <laughs> I am. Y'all know. I've been talking about this. So yes, it'll uh, be 50, almost 50 days to my birthday. But do not worry. I am one of those extra, extra girls that like a little extra on my extra. I will be celebrating for a very, very long time. And since I missed seeing so many of my family and friends and so many of y'all that I have met from all over the country and all over the world, honey, my passport, it is dusty. I... (laughs) would love to come in and meet some folks and chop it up in person. So um, yeah, I cannot wait to celebrate my birthday. I'm one of those people that likes to celebrate my birthday with different 
groups of friends and not because just because, oh, it's my birthday. I kind of use my birthday as an excuse to uh, say, hey, it's my birthday. I haven't seen you in a while. Let's get together. And so, you know, every group of friends in your life is not meant to go with your other friends in your life right? Have you ever had that experience? Like you keep trying to like put people together and it doesn't work, but you love them, but like them altogether is not a whole love thing because you probably met them in different spaces. You know, your book club girls can't necessarily be your club club girls. They could be, they might, you know, from back in the day. Uh, Cause I haven't seen a club since uh, I was a cub. <laughs> tickle myself yeah I um I I celebrate my whole the whole month of my birthday and longer if I can get away with it because it's kind of an opportunity in the past and definitely this year as best I can it's an opportunity for me to to see my friends that I went to college with you know say hey you know we're gonna do this part of my birthday doing this and then my adventure buddies like you know we're gonna go and and do some you know ATV and out there or something or, or skiing or you know I'm not a skier but something you know a little different and off the beaten path from what we would normally do and then you know my friends that I met when I was a youngin a young young woman in the Atlanta days and and my my high school friends so it is just kind of a a turducken <laughs> kind of birthday because I want to put all of the parts of my life that brought me to this space and continue to help me bring me through this space. So I love birthdays. I'm one of those people that you cannot tell that you are celebrating anti thing because I'm calling the waiter over. I'm grabbing the microphone from somebody. We are celebrating your stuff, honey. We're going to celebrate it. And it drives a lot of people crazy. But here is the thing for me. Don't you wish that you could go back in time and tell yourself, I should have celebrated that. Or we should have put a little more emphasis on that. All those pivotal moments that change your life. And you're like, I have worked so hard to get here, honey. I don't I don't even care about celebrating nothing. Just, uh, just get my degree. Uh, just get my job. Uh, just let me buy this car. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I, I stopped smoking. Oh, I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. I've done it. I've done it. Child, don't you tell me nothing that you celebrating. You getting your nails done. You haven't gotten your feet done in a year. That's a real thing, by the way. Um, my feet. We won't talk about it. Uh, you haven't gotten your. You haven't had your mani pedi in a in a year, girl. I might be outside with champagne for that mani pedi. No lie. <laughs> We celebrating because guess what? Every day that we get a chance to ride on top of this rock again as humans, as spirits having a human experience, but as human beings, every day is a celebration. Every moment is a gift. Every, every moment is a gift. You know what we never did talk about? Speaking of uh, uh, celebrations, that, that was not even a good segue. Uh, did we talk about Gorilla Glue Girl? I don't think we did. What was up with that? Okay, so Tessica wanted her ponytail to be laid, like laid, slayed edges, laid, fried, dyed, laid to the side, laid, okay? Look, fresh from the salon, laid. 
And so Miss Tessica, um, apparently there's some kind of gel that you can use to freeze your pony in, in place. I'm old school. So I remember having to just gel it back and gel it back and gel it back and then tie something so tight around it that you end up with a headache. And that is how you, and then didn't take the, the scarf off until you got where you were going. And that is how you got a proper tightly pulled ponytail. But apparently... <laughs> I know I might have triggered some of y'all. Yeah, I know. I know. I know that ponytail holder. Oh my gosh. Just the thought of it. The thought of pulling my hair back that tight right now. That's a whole nother conversation about how comfortable you want to be as you get older. You'll suffer for a few things, but you're like, I'm not doing that shit no more. (laughs) But Tessica decided to use Gorilla Glue on her hair. Did you all see this? It's like, am I late to the party about Gorilla? Gorilla Glue is just not one of those things that you keep around that you would... Gorilla Glue would be the equivalent to me like putting WD-40 in your hair to to put grease, to grease your scalp. I didn't quite get it. So when I saw the, the pictures of Tessica, I thought that Tessica was a young girl. Tessica's 40. Now, age akin does not equate wisdom and we are all capable of making huge, huge mistakes. But Tessica had that ponytail on her head for 20 days. 20 days. 20. I said 20 of them things, y'all. 20 days. I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for any of it. I didn't quite (laughs) know what was going on there. I saw that Miss Tessica was able to get someone to remove the Gorilla Glue from her hair. Shout out to, to that doctor or whoever. But uh, again, for my younger fam listening to my nieces and my nephews and my little JV squad aunties, I see y'all. Um, age does not equate wisdom for sure. Again, everyone is entitled to mistakes. We all are gonna make them. But gorilla glue, girl, I didn't. I didn't get that one. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I mean, as, as deep as I'm gonna go, is this some some uh, echo jail? And, um, and I get the big tub of it at <laughs> that, that might last me forever, forever. So, you know what I'm going to ask you? Mm-hmm. What's in your cup? Did you, did you listen last week to the word of the week from last week? The word of the week from last week was rest, rest, rest in your cup. Can you put some rest in your cup? Can you rest? Uh, you know what? That, I should make a little recipe drink and drop that in the link. The rest your goddamn nerves drink. Rest your fucking nerves and put it in your cup of fucking. Uh, the cup of fucking, it needs to be a, a rest your fucking nerves cup as well. <laughs> when people see it, they already know she's resting her nerves or I might want to stay off her nerves. Shots fired. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, honey, you thought that was all? Oh, never that, boo. It's time to represent for the Midlife Blindness Crew. Somebody who's smacking it, flipping it, and rubbing it down. It's the remix. That's how this is going down. This week's re-re-re-remix recipient is almost 100 years old, y'all. She is almost a hundred years old. And when I saw her story online, it gave me, oh, 
all the life, honey. All the life. All of it. Her name is Miss Vanilla Bean. Can we just write there for the name? Just classic blackness. Vanilla Bean. Mm-hmm. Miss Vanilla Bean. I was wrong, y'all. She, I said she was almost 100. She's 101. And Miss Vanilla Bean started out working in the Capitol building. She grew up in North Carolina and wanted to leave. And she left for D.C. to, you know, find a better life for herself during the Great Migration when our grandparents and, and aunties and them went north because the South. Ooh. But um, she Miss Vanilla Bean went to, the, to um, D.C. and she moved there and she was able to get a job in D.C. on Capitol Hill. She was like a bus boy bus girl waiter or something and she told the story of how JFK and his then fiance Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis was sitting at the table and it was such an honor for her to clean um after they they ate and I know I'm gonna pause right here I know my grandma has a bunch of these stories and I used to listen to them when she was I was younger and I used to wonder why is she so proud of having to clean behind, you know, some dignitary? I understand it differently now that the dignity was the work, not the fact that she was serving someone, but the dignity of work. And it didn't matter if she was considered to be a maid or anything as long as she did it with her full self she was fine with that and I think that Miss Vanilla Bean is also a definite definite someone that we can look to for that so she got interested in making hats and having a milieu is it millinery it's yeah for making hats the millinery I think that's the name of it (laughs) <laughs> I would be um I would go look it up and google it but I'm gonna just let this rock y'all understand what I make saying the hat lady she's the hat lady she was working while she was working at the capitol building and someone was selling like fine hats and stuff and she got to a job to be um a assistant sewing inside of the hat um store and eventually started making her own hats because you know black women love a good hat oh even if you're not a hat girl but you love to see a good hat on somebody right Woo! i'm a hat girl my grandma my grandma my nana i just talked about she's a hat lady honey she loves a good hat and so miss vanilla saw representative cory bush from st louis have y'all seen cory cory is the truth cory is somebody that will jump on tv and be like what we not gonna do This past week, I saw Corey talking about why people who've never had to live off the minimum wage are complaining about people who need the minimum wage raised. And she said, I know what it's like to sit there and have to decide between medicine and bills. Oh, sis, come on. Tell the people about the story. Because, hey, if you ain't never had to deal with no struggle, then at least... Have some compassion for those who do. So Miss uh, Miss Vanilla Bean saw Corey on TV spitting fire as Corey does, Dr. Representative Bush. And she said, I want her to have one of my hats. And she had not made any hats because she had to close her store last year because of COVID. But I want you to know, she said last year she closed her, her hat making store at 100. <laughs> I love black women. Oh my gosh, I, I'm going to work until God calls me home. 
this is my gig. So she saw Corey and she said, I just, I wanted her to have one of my hats because she um, spoke the truth and, and this and that and the other. And she reminded me of the ladies that I made hats for, such as Dorothy Hyde Hall. What a moment, right? To pass the torch that this woman has held this in her hands and turned it around and still repurposed it until this day to serve the women and the broader community of keeping the tradition of black women in hats and all of the beautiful craftsmanship, ship, not craftsmanship, <laughs> craftsmanship around. That is amazing. So at 101, Miss Vanilla Bean, you are this week's remix. Hey, it ain't about midlife flyness on that one, honey. She owns that. I'm on that second century flyness. Huh? <laughs> Listen, show us how to do it, ma'am. Show us how to do it. I love it. Hey. What's the popping topic this week, y'all? Pop your fingers. It's real simple. Rest. Rest your nerves. How do you cultivate rest? I think last year taught us a bunch of lessons. Uh, Chief amongst them is that... um, Oh, we was tired. We were so tired. We didn't even know we was tired. We were tired, like soul weary, tired. And I think for many of us, it was the first time probably in our adult lives that we had an opportunity to really look at all the pieces of our lives and and realize that we spent a lot of time running on fucking fumes on uh, coffee and prayer and uh, the, the the wisdom of the ancestors and goodwill and um and 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 power. <laughs> but the the myth of the black the strong black woman is a prison, and society will uphold us for doing all of the labor. I've talked with you about this before. That Zora Neale Hurston called black women the mules of the world. They will put the whole world on our back. And then when we say, ooh, I'm mentally exhausted. Ooh, uh, why are you not smiling today, Cassandra? Because I'm tired, bitch. Um, because, you know, we have to wear the smile and go in and, and navigate all those emotional spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our family as well, because it keeps us safe from the world. But are you keeping yourself safe? So we talked about protecting your peace. We've talked about, you know, how to cultivate boundaries about no. We need to talk about how do we pull out of the capitalistic structure of not allowing yourself to think that you are not a machine, but a human being worthy of restorative rest. How do we as midlifers pull away from and unlearn what we grew up learning? Huh, it's tough. 
It's very challenging. I think this past year in 2020 helped to bring us into 2021 with a little different perspective on how we wanted to go about the rest of our lives. That's a blessing, right? That you get the brush cleared out of the way in so many ways, so much shit was burned all the way to the ground. And while it was burning, we were screaming, no, because we were used to that. But don't you look around a little more and feel a little bit freer because now you get a chance to see yourself. And in seeing yourself, understanding the people who talk about hustling and and you can sleep when you're dead, you're dead when you're dead. This experience here will be over. What does the balance look like? You can sleep when you're dead. Well, I mean, we don't know what that, what does that mean? How about I could take a nap now? How about uh, middle essence, like um, adolescence? You remember when you were a teenager, you need to come home and take a nap after school because you were busy and stuff. Naps are serious business. Rest is serious business. And it doesn't have to be a nap to be rest. It doesn't have to be a nap to be rest. How do you pull away? What does your, your, your restorative game look like? Do you have a space cultivated in your home that's just for you to rest? Are you the kind of person that needs to rest with just a zone out with some music? Do you need to meditate? Do you need a nap? Do you need to hydrate? What are your slowdowns? What are your, I I need to go be doing this and this and this and this and any other. That will always be there. What does it look like for you to allow your human body and your spiritual being to chill the fuck out? What does that look like? Recently for me, it's looked like listening to audiobooks or actually taking naps. I've been doing far more of that than I've done in a long, long time. And the clarity of mind it has brought me has been amazing. Not no, you know, two hour nap. Like, you know, little, little cat nap. Little, rah, 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 little cat. <laughs> if you like my cat, I'm not a cat person. But, you know, y- y- yes. So a, ca- a little cat nap, a little small nap. Hey, let me read you. I'm going to read you something from the nap ministry. Are y'all following them on in the, on the intergrams and webs and the, the, the tweets and the whatevers of things? So if you aren't following the nap ministry, you ought, you just, you just ought, it's, you know, some great content out there and it's the nap ministry, just like it sounds, T-H-E-N-A-P-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Looks like they're um, based in Atlanta, but listen to the mission statement. We examine, <laughs> we examine the liberating power of naps. We believe rest is a form of resistance and reparations. We install NAP experiences founded in 2016. So they have been at it for a while. I love the fact that they say that NAPs are a form of resistance. Just like loving yourself is a form of resistance, which a NAP would be a part of and resting would be a part of because you are willingly saying that I am not going to do everything. What does the doing do for you? 
if you ain't good in yourself, you ain't good in nobody else, baby. And that's the, that is the truth. So <laughs> one of one of the messages says, divest from capitalism, lay your ass down. <laughs> mm, a word, a word. This is the one that got my attention. You're not a machine. Stop grinding. That just hit my whole soul. You're not a machine. Stop grinding. There's not a space in my life where an elder who helped to rear me and even until this day of the thoughts that I have about should I be sitting down because I have something else that I need to be doing. If you weren't physically doing something, then you weren't doing anything. But emotional labor, resting labor, all of the balance of who you are is a part of who you are. And working nonstop is not a part of who you are. Nobody's saying lay down and just, you know, just give on up, child. Just lay down and take naps all day. No, what I'm offering to you is the opportunity to think of things in a little different, in a, di- a different way, a little differently. So for you to think of the fact that you are not a machine and saying no is fine. There's a boundary. Boom. And giving yourself permission to write your own damn permission slip, boom, that you do not have to do everything. And a part of the things that you should do is rest. Cultivating rest. We're going to continue to talk about that because going into my 50th year, I have begun so many things later in life, um, I was a, a parent. I started being, I was a parent at 30, which, you know, in my fetal maternal age is like you're 3000. And I had my second son when I was almost 40 and, uh, became a fitness instructor, mid forties, uh, wrote a book, mid forties, uh, started doing, uh, podcasting <laughs> late forties, uh, speaking engagements uh, in the States and virtually now around the world, late 40s. So if I can learn how to do those things, I could also learn how to cultivate rest. And a, and resting has been a huge part of me unplugging so that I could plug back in. That makes sense? Like you got to take your battery. You're, you got to put your and charge yourself up. So I can fully plug back in for the things that I want to be plugged in for. But take that with you, sis. And I will be sure to drop that into the show notes. And who knows? Maybe we can get somebody from the nap ministry to come on over here and talk with us. That would be nice. Ooh, let's make that happen. (laughs) Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. This take home bag is really cute, simple, and it's more of a call to action than it actually is like a actually take home bag. It's something I want you to practice because I really see us do this a lot. And I learned this from my mama and I'm passing it on to you. When someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you. Hey, sis, you looking good today. Oh, you wearing them pants. Girl, thank you. You see how big my stomach is? No, (laughs) ma'am. Simply say thank you. You are amazing and oh so worthy of standing in the space that you are in right now as you are.
not worrying about your tummy, your fupa, your pupa, your whatever, uh, back fat, bat wings, mom arms, whatever it is the thing that is on your physical being or in your mental space that you feel as though when someone compliments you on it, you immediately have to defer into a position of, I'm not all that. Yes, the fuck you are. Yes, you are. Play this over and over and over again. I am hype squad about telling you, you are the shit today. Not later. Not when you get to da-da-da-da-da. Not when you receive whatever it is that you're trying to receive and or achieve or be or become. You are it right now. I want you to let that rest in your spirit. During this week, whenever you listen to this episode, I want for you to practice accepting compliments. It's not that those words are the end all and be all because if someone talks about you in a positive light and you receive it if someone says something to you that is perceived as negative you can receive that as well even keel but i think for many of us it is far easier for us to accept someone saying something negative than it is positive and that's painful girl you gaining a little weight there. I am, sis. Ooh, I know. I need to do better. This and that and the other. Whatever. You can beat yourself up about, right? Or you can stand right where you are. And if someone says, great job on your presentation today. Don't point out the fact that you left a slide out. Or that something happened technically that no one would have known but you. Because you rehearsed it, you practiced it, you were at home getting your shit together, as we all do. So that when you step out, it's the boom, boom, bam, right? It's the boom, boom, bam. And if you can see my head movement, it it had a whole little boom, booms with the shoulder. Yeah, add that. <laughs> but when you step out, you're ready. So when you miss that beat, that's all right. So when it doesn't quite look like you want it to look, that's okay. I want to encourage you today to accept the compliment. You're worthy of that. They mm-hmm. lying, girl. They lying about you. You know you got it going on. Team unfuckwittable, boo. Team unfuckwittable. <laughs> Well, the clock on the wall says that's all, y'all. But you know I always have fun times when I'm with you, midlife flyers. It's time for takeoff. I'll check you next time. See?